0: Trusting in the plan of God. Tell your neighbor, God has got a plan. Say, God has got a plan. When Psalms 127 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, it does not mean that God's going to do the building. It does mean that God has got the master plan. It means that you and I need to inquire from the Lord what is his plan? What is his heart? So, God has got plans. But it needs man to come in and work with the plan of God. Somebody says, amen. Because fasting does not change God. Fasting changes us. Fasting does not move God. Fasting moves us. Glory be to God. It increases our spiritual capacity. It's going to break habits and spiritual bondage. I like this one. Fasting quiets the heart to hear God's voice. Your flesh is talking too much. Too many voices. It's time for us to settle down before the Lord. Fasting brings godly intimacy. What is fasting? It is the willful abstaining from natural pleasures for a spiritual purpose. Did you get it? It's willfully abstaining from natural pleasures for a spiritual purpose. Fasting is a personal commitment to renounce the natural, to invoke the spiritual. I'm making a commitment today for the next 21 days, I am setting aside my natural way of living my normal daily activities, my pleasures, my things that I want so that I can invoke the spiritual. Fasting is the dedication to a period of time to devote oneself to spiritual priority of prayer without food. So basically, you're putting aside your plate and you are taking the plate that comes from heaven, the Word of God fasting. What is fasting? Glory be to God. To understand that we are in across the globe, let me just give you a foundation of where we're going so that you can have some tools to work with. There are, it's a strategic document you are putting together. In every strategy document, you need objectives. We have four major objectives. So anybody can fast at a certain way, and you can focus on some things. So number one is the plan of God. God has got a plan. He's he's got plans to prosper us. We can trust in his plan for your life. The reason why you were born is for a purpose because it fits into the plan of God. Your gifting, your background, the fact that you are male or female, the fact that you're black or white, the fact that you were born in a certain nation, it does not matter. You fit in on God's plan. Just stay with that one picture for me, please. It is really important for you to understand that. Because if you do not understand that there is a plan of God for my life, you get lost in the maze and run after everybody's news. And everybody else's idea. And your own ideas. And that is the real problem in the earth. Is because God's got plans for nations, but nations refuse to seek the Lord. They refuse to come after His plan. Number two is the power of God. So listen to the order, please. The order is really important this morning because the kingdom of God sets the priority. That's why the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God. Number one, two key words there. One is seek. That means the kingdom doesn't seek you. If you're not interested in the kingdom, you can't sit back on your couch. You can't be sitting back and watching your normal TV. You can't be listening to your normal programming and think that the kingdom's gonna seek you. You will live your whole life doing your thing and the kingdom never seeking you. You were supposed to get up and say, Father, I've come to seek your face. I've come to seek your kingdom. That's number one. Number two is first. The reason why that is in the scripture is because God knows in 2021, there'd be many other things that would be, that would come in and creep in on your priority. So God sets the priority straight, and He says, number one is that you need to come and seek it. Number two, you need to make it first, because He knows that you have jobs to go to. He knows that you have children. He knows that you need to take care of certain things. But God wants you to put His kingdom first. Many people say, well, you must live a balanced life. There is no man on him by himself that can live a balanced life. Unless the kingdom is central to your conversation, you will go and put too much time on your physical, you know, but I must go to gym. Oh no, but I must take care of this first. Oh, but my business doesn't allow me to fast. Uh -uh. In the kingdom of God, when the kingdom is central and it's first, it takes care of your family. It gives you blessing. God makes up for lost time. God can make it right because the kingdom, when you seek it and you make it first, it's a priority that means that's balance. Can somebody shout that out? Say that's balance. Because when, God put, when you put the kingdom of God first, it's called integration. God integrates your life, your marriage, your body, your time, your life, everything about it. God integrates it into his plan and his purpose. That's balance. Can somebody say that's balance? You don't put your body first, you don't put your children first, you don't put your money first, you don't put your business first, you don't put your marriage first, you don't put those things first. The devil is a liar. The reason why you have the kingdom and its culture, it's integration. God's going to help us this morning and God's going to set things straight. So there is a plan of God. In the plan of God, he has a plan because of the purposes of God and the purposes of God says that it's God's original idea. That is God's got an idea for the world. He has an idea for the nations. He has an idea for your family. He has an idea for you. Many people live outside of God's idea. Many people live outside fighting. It's called rebellion. They live against the plan and the purposes of God. They are anointed, but they are outside of the will of God. They are gifted, but they never fulfill purpose. But this is a new day and a new season. We are entering into Raw 21, and Raw 21 says that I am aligned with the kingdom of God. Come on, I need your hands lifted. I need you to begin to believe with me this morning that I'm coming to align my life with the plan and the purposes of heaven somebody shout yes and amen so what if I'm going to align myself with the plan of heaven number two is I need to get the power from heaven watch now that's how Jesus functions the kingdom is my priority but I don't just need to say it is a priority I now need to go and add the power that I need to fulfill my destiny and how do I do that? There are many things you can do, but one of the things that we add to it is fasting and praying. It is a strategy of how you can fulfill heaven's purpose for your life. Number three is personal. Now, look where I fit in on God's plan. My, my person, my family, my breakthrough, my healing, my, my life, my business, my finances. I put that third. It is purposeful. What am I doing? I'm setting the order straight. What is order? Order is the accurate arrangement of things. I now set my life in order so my life doesn't walk out of whack. I don't go and I go and, uh, you know, seek my own idea and I then come to God and say, bless it. No, no, no. God has got ideas to bless you. If we follow and trust in the plan of God, we're going to come and fulfill the destiny and the plan and the purposes of God in the earth. Habakkuk says that the glory of the Lord, listen to God's vision, listen to the heart of God, listen to the plan of God. God says the glory of the Lord will fill the earth as the waters cover the seas. That means there's a glory coming upon this generation that they're going to begin to experience the glory of God like never before. You must thank the Lord that you are alive at a time such as this. I am shelling you, I am telling you the next couple of weeks you need to buckle up. I've been listening to some things that are happening across the globe. You better buckle up as a child of a living God. Somebody shout no compromise here. Because anytime you get into the kingdom of God and you begin to fast, what are you doing? You're substituting the thoughts that you have for the thoughts of God because in his thoughts is his ways and that is the plan of God and if I stick with the plan of God, the glory of the Lord will be seen upon me and I'm announcing that in the heavenlies for every single one of the sons and daughters. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. After 21 days, you will arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord will be risen upon you. Deep, dark Over the earth But the glory will be seen Somebody shout seen It's not going to be hidden God's going to show you off in 2021 Can somebody roar And 21, come on somebody. Hallelujah, glory be to God. I feel that anointing. It is a a glory coming upon this generation that has never been seen before. I never thought I would see this happening in my lifetime. But what a joy to be in the kingdom of God. What a joy to be in the plan of heaven. What a joy to walk in the path with God. What a joy to be in his kingdom. Oh, can somebody praise him. I feel the anointing. So the reason why I'm giving it to you in this order, number four is people. People deals with evangelism. People deals with your loved ones. People deals with the presidents and, well, little more than that, your neighbors and CEOs and leaders and people that you know that heaven must target in the season. We're going to put a target on the back of the lost and we're going to shoot the arrow of God's love and it's going to hit them. They're going to fall in love with Jesus and they're going to serve him. Can somebody say amen? Because the plan, the power, the person God's going to move through is the person. Say, that's me, Lord. That's why you're fasting. Because there could be a plan and there could be the power, but God needs to flow it through a person. And that person is you this morning. I say that person is you. So God's going to move through your life in the season. Fasting, let me, let me touch on something. God wants you to be strategic in the season. He wants you to be strategic. That's the scripture. Psalms 1611. If you can put that up for me. Listen to the order. Please read with me. You, this is what the fast is all about. You will show me, number one, the path. Look at what he says. He's gonna, God in the season is gonna show you the path. The reason why many people are unhappy is because they're off the path. The reason why many people are in darkness is because they took a wrong exit. But your days of taking wrong exits are over because God has got a path. There is a path and it's called life. Only God can give you the path of life. Number one is the path. If I travel down the path, it's because there's a plan of God and because there's the purposes of God, and so I am falling after him so he can make me. Don't tell God what who you are. Go and let him make you. Follow me, and I will make you. God's gonna make some people in this next 21 days. He goes from there, he says, from the path, look at the progress and the order. One is path, two is his presence. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. So the plan is there, and that's the path you have must take. But then His presence becomes my number one priority in my life. Look at the third one. In your presence is fullness of joy. The reason why we have so many unhappy people is because you've lost intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Because the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And joy is a spiritual weapon against the enemy. The joy of the Lord gives you strength. And anytime I don't have intimacy with the Holy Spirit, anytime I don't spend time in His Word, anytime I I disconnect from God, the, the evidence of that in my life is that I lose my joy. You know, it's all good and well when you're traveling down to you know, Cape Town with your new car, Pastor Brian, and you're driving, and then you take a wrong exit. It's the middle of the night. I had that before, before I was saved. Took my family on a holiday. We were supposed to go to the Midlands. I took the road. I knew where I was going. Middle of Early in the morning, we left with Wadden, Tasman, Z in the car, and I drove for an hour, got onto the main road, and it was towards Mpumalanga, how I many you know that's off track? I'm on the wrong road. And I told my wife, I said, don't worry about the map. I got next. I said, you swap, you drive. I'm going to lay next. I put the, the, the seat down. I was a bit tired and I slept and I think it must have been for 45 minutes. But I got up like this. We're going in the wrong direction. I pray God wake some people up to understand that you are going in the wrong direction. And the t- I tell you what, we lost all our joy. That holiday the joy that we had, we lost it at that moment. Because when I turned off and I went to a garage and I said, Philip, and please tell me I need to get to the Midlands. The guy looked at me and says, When people whistle and smile and look at you like and say, Buddy, <laughs> you're in trouble. It messed up everything because we had to take a side road through, the, through villages for hours. Because when you're off the path, you lose the joy. Path first, presence is next. Look at the third one. At your right hand, look what God does He dishes out His pleasures. The joy of serving the Lord. You see, there's only one loud amen coming from from Aaron because the thing she's been trusting God for was manifested on a day. In a day. And if anybody can celebrate with her, then you next. (laughs) It's called God's pleasures because God's got no issue in blessing us. What is the problem, sir? What is the problem with the pleasures that you're looking for? Is that your priority is wrong? Can I give you a scripture for what I'm saying? James chapter 4, please. Here's the order, it's the path first, it's the presence next, it's the pleasures are third. James 4, 1 verse 3, Uh, uh, James chapter 4 verse 1, sorry, James 4, 1. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? That war in your members. Uh-oh. James is saying, you put your pleasures first. Now you know why you lust and you do not have. You murder and covet. Now you're jealous of, of, of someone else's blessing. And it, it's, do not covet. And cannot go back, go back, go back, go back, verse 2. And cannot obtain. Oh, I also want the car. No, tell me that your order is right. Oh, I also want God to bless me like he's blessing Ronaldo in his business. No, get the order right. I know that you come to church when you want to and you live the way you want to live. And you say, well, I just, question I ask is that for your pleasures, why should God increase your business this year? Because the motive for you asking for a thing is the determining factor of whether you will get it or not. Because motives before God is everything. Why do you want another car? Why should God increase your business? So you can have a a bigger party with more friends and the kingdom doesn't feature. The heart of God is not in what you're doing. No, your number one priority should be, Lord, I want to make a commitment and a vow to you this year. I'm going to be the one that sows the first million into this house. No, that's the heart of God. When you capture the heart of God, God's got no issue in giving you the pleasures. Because God's got a plan in the earth and there is a path that you must travel down and if his presence is your number one priority, then the pleasures God's got no issue with. Because you lust and you do not have, you murder and covet and you cannot obtain, you're working hard, you fight and war. Because now if jealousy rose up on the inside of you for someone else's testimony, you know there's a deep issue on the inside of you. You must be the one that must fast this year. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. So we're going to ask this year. But now watch what he says. You ask and you still don't receive. Why? Because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. God's got no issue with pleasures. The problem is that I put my pleasures first. I put my holiday first. I put my clothing first. I put my food first. I put my, this is a problem in the priority of the kingdom of God. Verse 4. Okay, let's stop there. I think I've made the point. (laughs) So, when you're getting into the plan of God, it must become your number one priority. You need to be able to ask God questions this year. What's on your heart? Let's go to the first screen of, of the plan of God. So anybody online, and for those that need to get it, we can, uh, there's a plan of heaven. Yeah, so, so pastor, out of the object, four, four major objectives, there are some goals. In those goals, you're going to discover certain things that's, that you, want, you need to pray over first. First, the kingdom, your kingdom come. When you get into the presence of God this week, and you begin to fast and pray and pray in the morning. You, you go first with the plan of heaven. I know I fit in on God's plan. I know my father loves me. I know that he has a plan to prosper me. I fit in his plan some. I'm not an accident. My mother and father didn't want me. They, for, they did forsake me. But the Lord took me in. The Lord knew that I wasn't born to my parents. I was born through them. There is a plan of God. Can somebody say amen? So when I begin to pray for his kingdom to come, I know that my life's plan fits in on his kingdom. So your kingdom come. And that's my prayer that's my prayer, your kingdom and its culture It's I'm seeking it and I'm putting it first, that's part of the, pr- the goal that you're praying, that's, you can spend an hour just praying about the kingdom of heaven, oh Father I thank you that your kingdom has come, I thank you Lord God that your kingdom has got everything that we need, I thank you that the kingdom of God doesn't only come in word, it comes with power, I thank you that your kingdom is unshakable, it makes me unshakable, unstoppable and uncursable in this 2021, I feel like raw in the presence of Almighty God because I'm praying according to the goal and the plan of heaven I'm telling you I feel the anointing in this house and then I go back and I say I know you have a will God's got a will you are will God is what I desire. You can pray, son. You can pray the Our Father prayer over and over again because you're bringing in the will of God. You're asking God's will. You're saying, Father, your will for the nations. It's your plan, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that you have a purpose in the earth. You not only have a plan, you set us all in your purpose. There is a purpose for Kingdom Life Embassy. There is a purpose why Pastor Max is still alive. There is a purpose for me being planted in that house. There is purpose why I keep on logging online across the globe. Do you not know that God's calling you into His purpose? He's calling you. He's drawing you. The dream in your heart is connected to the purposes of God. The Bible says God has placed eternity in their hearts. He's drawing you into His eternal plan. Not just to go and live for and pay of bills and and worry and be concerned because if I put the kingdom of God first, uh, why worry about the things you must wear? What you must eat? Where you must go? The Bible says, if the kingdom is first, uh, these things must be added. Uh, oh, I'm worried about my name. I must keep a good name with the banks. Uh, the devil is a liar. That ungodly system, God is breaking that thing. You're gonna get things outside of that system. I want to decree and declare that today in the name of Jesus, because when the kingdom is my priority and the culture of heaven is my is is what I live under, then God has got ways of blessing me. God's got ways for to bless you. That's gonna violate. The world systems, I live above the systems of the world. I need somebody to begin to decree and declare, Yes, Lord. How, if God can send ravens to feed you, if God can furnish a table in the wilderness without your name being so great before the banks, let your name be great before the Lord this season. Let's make sure that you go before the Lord. And that you get a good credit rating. Give God something through this fast to work with. The purposes of of God in the earth. The heart of God. Oh my Lord. Father, what's what's on your heart for my family? I'm dealing with a situation in my home. Show me your heart. How would you respond to this? For many of you, you've lost the heart of God. Scriptures is clear. In the end times, the love of many will grow cold. We have a real problem here because we don't take time to really care for one another. Every time we meet, it's a clash, strife, division, divorce. The devil is a liar. We're putting this thing under our feet in the season. Because where there's unity, there's the commanded blessing. This is the heart of God. He wants unity. He is He's, you know the fire in, in the eyes of the lion of the tribe of Judah that fire that's burning is the love of God for the nations that's God's heart when I am dealing with the fact that I got no car I need God to act on my transportation but when I go and I deal with the plan of God I discover not the acts of God but the ways of God the bible says the babies look for the acts of God Moses knew the ways of God psalms 103 so what it means is that when i'm in my situation what is your way around this thing lord do i walk do i stand up in boldness and fight do i take a left and keep quiet the problem that we're having, the strife, the wars, the, the covetousness, and all, is that we're asking a miss because we're looking for pleasures and things when God is looking for us to know His ways. The ways of God are not like the ways of men. Can I give us some scripture quickly? You guys go back to some scripture. I'll deal with the vision of God, the righteousness and justice of God. Listen to this righteousness and justice are the foundation of His throne. Listen to me carefully. This is the year of vengeance. Hear me, hear me, hear me. God is getting up from that throne. The lion of the tribe of Judah is beginning to move. And I'm telling you there's going to be things dished out in this earth. I am so excited for the church. Aren't you thankful for your salvation this morning? Just lift your hands and thank the Lord that you saved. Just thank the Lord right now that His heart for you and your family that you'll be saved. It's it's, it's our desire. It's it's, it's, It's what is planted on the inside of us. We're not desiring things outside of His kingdom. His kingdom is our priority. Praise the Lord. You are in the kingdom of God. Isaiah 55 and verse 1. Let's just read some scripture. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. If you can give me some scripture, it'll be great. Ho, oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, come to these waters, and you have no money, come and buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Come on, I'm drawing you into the power of Almighty God. Why do you spend money for what is not bread? And your wages for what does not satisfy? Who can satisfy? My soul like you. Where are you looking for your pleasures? Where are you looking for satisfaction? God's got a plan. God's got thoughts. God says, come to me for free. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. I'm now moving out of God's got a plan. I now need to walk into what he has for me. Incline your ear and come to me here, and your soul shall live. And I'll make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I've given him as a witness to the people, a leader and a commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know. Listen to God's heart for the nations. And nations who do not know you shall run to you. Because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. It's coming, the church is coming. Seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he's near. Let the wicked forsake his way. So anybody walking in their own path, he calls wicked. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts. So any thought that is is not on the word of God is unrighteous. Let him return to the Lord. And he will have mercy on him and to our God, for we he will abundantly pardon. Let me say it again. God has got a weakness. He relents when anybody repents. Now he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are your ways my ways. But they can become. But they can become. Listen to what he's saying. My thinking is leading me down a certain way, because thoughts leads to ways. So wrong thoughts takes you down the wrong path. Right thoughts takes you down the right ways with God. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. That's what fasting is all about. I I I now go and say I don't come before the Lord with my thought. I come and humble myself before the Lord. And I say, Father, forgive me for my ignorance. I am stupid before you. I am, I am deceived before you. I don't know who I am. I don't know what this is, my life is all about. I cannot pretend before you. Look, this is not Facebook, where you put up a smile and you know deep inside of you, your life is messed up. And it says, oh, look how well those people are doing. Yet you don't know how they go to bed. You don't know how they're living. This is not Facebook. When you come before the Lord, you're not putting out a Facebook post to the Lord. You're coming real before God. You're telling the Lord, "I don't know enough. I don't know which way to go. I don't have sense." You need to fill me with your wisdom. If I, if you don't give me your understanding, I'm gonna make a, a crash landing here. I'm gonna mess up my marriage. I'm gonna mess up my life. I'm gonna take the wrong path. You don't come and pretend in the presence of the Lord. You humble yourself before Almighty God, and you worship Him, and you say, "Father, I need You." You said that you resist the proud but you give grace to the humble. It's time to humble yourself, child of the living God, hear me. It's not time to act proud before the Lord. Do you not see that the nations are in trouble? Do you not see that the people's lives are in trouble? It's time for the church and the world to humble themselves. We need to acknowledge, we don't have an answer for COVID. We need to let the world know, we did not see this thing coming. We did not see what was going on in the world. God, you hid things from us. We don't know which way to go. Is there anybody going to lift their hands and humble themselves before the Lord and say, Father, I need you this morning. Because your thoughts are not my thoughts, says the Lord, but they can become. When you're worshiping, when you're fasting, you are swapping thoughts. Because God says, no eye has seen and no ears heard, nor has entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for those who love him, That's why you need the power of the Holy Ghost because the Bible says, but it has been revealed by the Spirit of God. God's going to reveal things to you in this season. I need somebody to begin to believe that God's got a strategy. God's got a plan. God's got a way. God knows which way, the path that I have to take. We are not trying to do our own thing. It's especially in times of pandemics and viruses and things that are happening across the globe that the righteous must run into him and say we are saved. That Lord, we don't know enough. We are not proud continuing our same way. You've never fasted before. It is time that you begin to fast. It's time that you begin to seek God's face and say, Lord, I need you this morning. I need you. I need you. I need you. Somebody say amen. Two is the power of the Holy Ghost. It matters not what you've named your year. Without the Holy Spirit who is the helper, very little will be accomplished. The, The Holy Spirit's not optional for anybody who desires Greatness. It's not an optional extra. He supplies the stamina that we need. The enduring ability to not only run the race set before you, but to guarantee that you are paying the prize. I need somebody to say amen. Because that, if you're going to birth what you want to birth in the flesh, listen, nothing good dwells in your flesh. Get over it. I don't know, I don't care how many degrees you've got. Your flesh boasting upon where you come from, your pedigree, your background. Paul said, I count it rubbish that I may know him. This has got to be your prayer in the season. That which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. You can birth things in the flesh and you can hold it and maintain it. But when you are a child of a living God and you birth things in the Spirit, God will maintain it, God will protect it, God will preserve it. Somebody say, Amen. This is where I want to hear his voice. this is where I, I get into the place the reason why I am walking Luke chapter four I think it's verse 14. Can we just grab a hold of that Luke 4:14 4, the power of the Holy Ghost Luke 4:14 4, says, "Then Jesus after his fasting returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee that is the end game the, the end game is not to lose weight. This is not a competition. We are not trying to find out who fasted the longest and, and was it six to six. Can you give God one meal and be genuine before the Lord and sit with the Bible and pray for an hour? That's a fast. If you can do it in for breakfast, if you can do it for lunch, if you can do it for dinner. The Bible says that Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Not that he started at six o'clock and then broke at at six o'clock and said, well, where's all the food? Is it six o'clock yet? Is it six o'clock yet? And you think you're gonna walk in the power of God? This is not a competition. This is not under law. This is me being genuine before the Lord and saying, here's this meal. Let me give it to someone else. But I'm gonna sit in your word and I'm gonna worship you for an hour and I'm gonna spend time in your presence. And if you give God one meal a day, it's acceptable before the Lord. It's not the length. It's the intention of the heart. That's why we're setting up the purposes of God straight. Put back for me the power of the Holy Ghost. This is the second one. The power of God to be made manifest in me. I'm looking for the power. You cannot go and fulfill your destiny. You cannot, there are certain things that won't break until you get into the power of fasting and praying. Jesus comes down from a mountain. The disciples are trying to cast out the demon. The people come to him and say, look, your, your disciples have been praying you all the time. Saying, you know, get rid of the demon. But it's not moving. Jesus says, your little faith rebukes the demon inside of the man. And all the people, I mean, they're embarrassed. They go that night, they're going to have a meal together and they're sitting and no one's talking. It's like, okay, what did we do wrong here? I mean, Jesus, you got the power. Jesus turns around and says, however, this kind does not come out except through prayer and fasting. That means I can't just pray over this thing. There are certain things that you must add fasting to. Because it becomes the booster for your spirit so that you can deal with some stuff. There's some demons of poverty that is going to shift off your life forever after 21 days. The enemy has told you they're going to walk barren all your life. The devil is a liar. This devil is going to shift in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, that sickness is going to remain upon your body. Oh, this devil, I want you to know, 21 days, here we come. This kind does not only come out just with prayer, but we're adding fire to what we're doing because I am telling you barrenness will break (laughs) oh the barrenness of your life uh, the singleness of who you are I'm telling you God's got a way of bringing your life partner to you we're going to break this thing in Jesus mighty name COVID will not touch your life uh, will not touch your family because there is power that's in the name of Jesus I need somebody to believe and shout amen hearing his voice Oh, is the stronghold of your faith. If I can just hear God's voice. Living a life of faith. Oh God, my faith is low. Then you have to take in hearing the word. You can't listen to the sermon once. It's loaded with scripture and revelation. Because faith cometh how? By hearing and hearing what? CNN. ETV. Everybody else's news. No, faith only comes one way. Hearing and hearing by the word of God. To be led by the Spirit of God. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. To be led by the Spirit of God. Oh, He will teach you to profit and lead you by the way that you should go. A supernatural life. You don't want to do things in the natural anymore. You can't afford this. You need to have something on the inside of you that causes you to rise up. That when the devil comes knocking three o'clock in the morning and saying it's going to be COVID and you're going to die, you can look that devil in the face and say, "I rebuke the spirit of death, and I say that in degree and declare that I will live and not die." Come on, somebody, because the Bible says the spirit of a man will sustain him on his sick bed. You better put something in your spirit. Because if that devil comes knocking, you better have an answer. You better roar back at that devil and say, not here. Not in this house. Uh, not on my watch. Uh, the death angel, death. Uh, the, the angel of death must pass over because there's blood that has been shed over this house. Does anybody know who they are in Christ this morning? Hallelujah. I have the anointing of God on me. No matter what happens this year, let Goliath rise up. Uh, the one that has the anointing on him. Uh, come on. He's going to anoint your head with fresh oil this season. You're going to walk into a business meeting and you're going to say here is the solution. You're going to walk like David did when Goliath came and the problem arose. David would not kill Goliath until he asked what do I get if I take his head down? Someone's going to get paid handsomely right now. It wasn't David's skill. It was the anointing on David's life that made him wealthy. It gave him debt free living. It gave him access to a new level. I need somebody to believe this morning that as you fast and pray and there's a fresh anointing upon you, I am decreeing and declaring uh, doors will open to you that no man can shut. There is no giant that will stand before you. Every giant that rises up on the inside of you is calling on the anointing on the inside of David. David said, Today your head is coming off and feed you to the birds. Uh, Let the devil know Uh, this anointing, uh, we're paying a price for it. Uh, but you are we're not solving this problems for nothing. The days of us walking and say, ach, ach, the Lord bless you. Oh no, no, I just do it for free. The devil is a liar. If I solve your education problem in this nation, what do I get for it? If I bring a business strategy and I answer your problem, what do I get for it? If I give you a medical solution, what do I get for it? There is an anointing that's going to make somebody rich in this season. Oh, I feel the power of God on this thing. And everybody said, Woo! Say, I'm anointed. And of course, the power of the Holy Ghost allows you to produce the fruit of the Spirit. Let's get into the third one. I need to move. Here's your strategy with some goals. My personal life. Now remember that God has got a plan. God's got the power. Now personally, path, presence, pleasures. I come third. Because... I need to know that God's going to bless me to be a blessing. So I need to renew my mind. Now I go before the Lord and I'm spending time becoming a new wineskin to free myself from bondage, emotional bondage, physical bondage, poverty. God's divine healing, I can pray for that for my life. I want God to do something in my life this year. I want a God encounter. This is me personally because I am not going to go and just say, well, let's just pray, you know, for gen-. No, no. I've dealt with the nations in God's plan. I know that I've been walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. But I'm asking God to bless me and bless me indeed. I'm asking God to do something in my life. You hear me? God's got a vision. And if your vision comes first, you're going to get, your life's going to come out of a whack. You're going to miss the alignment of God. So what do I do if I have no vision? The Bible says you go and serve another man's vision. Because how can you get your own if you don't serve another man's vision? That's God's order. Some of you have stopped serving, stopped loving, stopped giving. It's a problem for your whole spirit. Because Matthew chapter 6 says, when you give, when you pray, when you fast. Not if you give, if you pray, if you fast. There is no such thing. Let me tell this to the people praying. There is no such thing as a prayer ministry, intercessory ministry. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. You have somebody that's gifted in giving. That's their gift. They can't help but give and and people do that. Leadership. It's a gift of leadership, leading people. Administrations. It's a gift. There is no gift for intercession. Special prayer. Uh-uh. The Bible says men ought always to pray. Everybody prays. They pray. Listen. Praying and fasting is like tying your shoelaces. You must be taught how to do it and you must be taught early. Otherwise, you stumble your whole life in your walk with God, tramping on your, your shoelaces. Never walking upright before the Lord. Fasting and praying is not negotiable. It's not negotiable. So my personal life, I dethrone idols. Lord, this thing I've made an idol in my life, forgive me, I repent before the Lord. A lot of repentance takes place because I'm out of alignment with God. I need to see God's face. My personal vision, I want this for me. No, I need to find out what's on your heart. He'll tell you where to serve. He'll tell you where to, serve, to sow. Because if you've been unfaithful with that which is another man's, how can God give you your own? My gifts, I pray over that. Where there's been timidity, I pray over that. Provisions for my vision. Father, increase the vision. You're going to pray for anything, pray for this house's vision. Pray for it. Pray that we, we break through to a whole other level of resources this year. Sow into it. Because then God can work with your own personal vision. Guard your heart. Oh my God, we need to preach on every one of, every single one of these things are, 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 is a sermon by itself. Because I need to guard my heart with all diligence, the Bible says. Are you jealous? Are you envious? Are you anxious? The Bible says out of your heart flows the forces of life. You must guard your heart. The enemy wants to make you tired and weary and discouraged. You must guard your heart in the season. There's many things that are happening. You need to guard your mind, guard your heart. Um right relationships. Some of you need to pray that God will send you some beautiful people to love you just for who you are. Just Lord make me loving. The Bible also says that you know you must show yourself friendly. Some of you are unhappy. You're looking at me. Just smile. I'm not preaching to you. Just smile. Just smile. Come on, give us a, give us a smiley face there online. Here's, here's one. You want healing. You want Pray for a God encounter. Pray for your will. Now you see God's got his will. Now you must begin to align with his will for your life. I see I'm getting signals from the back there to tell me that I need to move on. So let's, let's move on. Hallelujah. So idols, anything that's a problem in your life, we're going to preach on all of this so that people can put this in their spirits. Number four, the people. Ask of me the nation, Psalms chapter 2. Ask the Lord to make you loving to your family and to your friends. You know, people that hate Muslims, you can't pray for them because your prayer is not going to get answers Answered. Go back to to my slide. Go back to the slide. Evangelism, our heart for people to be saved. You see, the problem that you're having here is people's lives are out of whack. When I get the heart of God, God's heart is for the nations. God's heart is for the lost. If you're not praying for somebody else's salvation or somebody else to get their breakthrough, there is a problem with your fasting and your praying. You're praying that someone else can get healed. Lord, send me, put someone on my heart today that is on your heart. That when I call them, they will know that it was you that was making, that, 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 that spoke to me. At which point do you go and sow into someone else's life and stop praying for your breakthrough and what you want? When are you going to start being just generous and saying, Lord, let me be generous with my, with, my, with, my, with, with my encouragement today. You don't have to be, you don't need money to send somebody an SMS. Well, maybe you do. It'll cost you 20 cents or something like that. But you, you, you need to be able to send encouragement to somebody. And say, Lord, put somebody, I'm going to fast now, but I'm asking you to put somebody that is on your heart, somebody that's in a need, put them on my heart right now. You know, I've done this over, over the season. And there are people that I called and they said, you, you don't know this is God. And I prayed for them and dealing with COVID and, and, and a whole bunch of things. Because when did, you start when did you stop praying for other people? When did you stop giving? When did you stop sowing? What happened to your spiritual walk? You stopped serving. You don't have to come to church to serve. You can serve God where in your bedroom when you're sending somebody a voice note or you're sending somebody a parcel of food or you're helping somebody through a season. Can somebody even, can the church come alive right now? Can somebody begin to send word of encouragement? Can you strengthen somebody else? Can you stop being so consumed with your personal stuff? volunteers and co-workers, pray for the church, pray for your, for your pastors, pray for your leaders, pray for your mentors, your CEOs, pray for your bosses, pray for people that are going through such a tough time, the mental fight that people are in, pray for them. Your tribe, your church, pray for your pastors, pray for his marriage, especially Pastor Z, she needs your prayers. She goes, cray cray, I'm so glad the fast has come. Because we can come back to normal. She acts cray-cray, I'm telling you. And if it wasn't for us being saved, I'm telling you we would have both been off this planet. No, don't look at me like that because your wife also acts cray-cray. Ezra chapter 8 verse 21. I got to end, the guys want me off here. Ezra chapter 8 verse 21. Listen to me, moms. If there was any time that you should have been praying for your children, it is now. If ever there was a time. Listen to this. Listen to this fast. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from Him the right way. They are in trouble, they are besieged, their families in trouble. They are not praying just to remove the COVID. They're not praying for any. They said, Lord, you need to show us your way. Please don't you decide where the children must study, how they must study, and force them into places. Can you fast and ask the Lord what does he say of which way? Mommy and dad, listen to me today. Take this thing seriously. Your lives, your children's lives are at stake. That we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from Him the right way for us and our little ones and all our possessions. You are not going to lose a single house, car, item, nothing this year. You're going to walk in victory and you're going to go from strength to strength. I don't care what the world says. I don't care what the economy says. You are not bound by that economy. You belong to a living God and you have victory on every side. I need the church to shout and say amen. Listen to their prayer. For I was ashamed to request of the king an escort of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy on the road. On this road of 2021, there is an enemy. And I'm telling you today, social distancing, hand sanitizers, masks, lockdowns, and you on the road, you're not going to get help from a vaccination, child of God. You're going to have to seek God's way. Listen, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. That's what we are doing in this fast. To help us against the enemy on the road. You have an enemy that's on the road and he's got no intention to, he's got a plan also to harm you, to kill, to steal and to destroy. Because we had spoken to the king saying, the hand of our God is upon all those for good. Who seek him. God's hand, when you begin to seek him, his hand comes upon you for good. But his power and his wrath are against those who forsake him. Those who walk away from God. It's like all kinds of wickedness. So we fasted. Can all the families put out there please? So we fasted and entreated our God for this, and He answered our prayer. You are pre- you are walking in preparation for what's coming. Can you have the worship team up? We are praying that God will preserve our family, our loved ones, and you can lift up their names before the Lord, and we can pray different kinds of prayer in this season. Because you need to, this is not a religious game of manipulation. Fasting, but simply preparing us to receive all that heaven has made ready for us. Can somebody say amen? Fasting is depriving ourselves physically so we can gain something spiritually. You cannot solve a problem on the same level it was created. You cannot go to the people who made the virus and ask them to give you a solution. So you give me, you sell me a computer a Microsoft computer. I pay for it. And I pay for a service. You make a virus. And you also make an antivirus. You make money from my computer. You make, you, you put this virus on my computer. And then I pay a again for the antivirus. That same idea is not off computers, it's onto people. You can't go to the same people for the solution. You better go to God. You better go before the Lord. You better seek His face. This is the reason why we are fasting. Because you can't solve a problem on the same level it was created. God is calling us to humble ourselves, to seek His face. I am out of time. Not out of word. Listen to me. God needs to speak to your heart. But with the Lord, He doesn't speak to you with your mouth full. God needs to speak to you. Let me, let me end with a prayer. Isaiah 58 Verse 6, let me say this. I wanted to preach on Esther, but I think I'll do it for Wednesday night. And I understand the power of the nation and the trouble that the nation was in, that Esther could seek the Lord. Is this not the fast that I've chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. Verse 8, then your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Hallelujah. I need to go past all these that I'm busy with so I can get to you. Won't you stand this morning? And I want you to know God has a plan. It's a moment of consecration before the Lord. It's a moment of consecration. I please need you to stand and lift your hands. Pray this after me. Say, God, I know you have a plan for my life. Say, I know I was created for a purpose. Today I acknowledge that you have the power to deliver the nations and to deliver me and my household. I know you have the power to save and keep me and to provide and protect me. To provide for me and to protect me. Whatever has been in the way of you working through me, I come to lay at the altar before you today. Every ungodly emotion, every mental stronghold, every religious belief that I've held onto that are devoid of power to save me, my words, my thoughts, and my attitudes that I've held on to that is ungodly and has kept me bound. Ungodly soul ties that I have in my life. I pray as I bring the greed, the selfishness, the idols that are in my life that is hurting your heart and hindering my progress. Where I've walked in rebellion Today, I choose humility. Come on, lift your hands and pray. Where there is pride and arrogance, I choose your way and your thoughts. Have mercy upon me starting these next 21 days. Grant me the grace to fulfill my vows that I make before you today. For you are able to keep me from stumbling and present me faultless before your presence of glory with exceeding joy. Today, I am trusting in your plan for my life. I am satisfied. Come on, put it out there. I am satisfied that you can never mismanage my life and my time. I put my trust in you and I depend on your mercy and your guidance to bring me through this season. Where there's darkness, let there be light. Where there's confusion, Let there be clarity. Where there is sickness, let there be healing. Let there be light all around me. Today, I present my body as a living sacrifice in holy consecration to you, which is my reasonable service. And when the breakthrough and the reward comes, all the glory is yours lift your hands and thank the Lord in this moment of consecration we consecrate this fast this next 21 days to the Lord and that God will do supernatural things in your life and in mine that God will get all the praise and all the glory you are preserved for what lies ahead lay out and say God prepare me for what you prepared for me make me ready for any challenge, any fight that I will always walk in victory in Jesus mighty name we all agree and say amen. amen and Amen. Father we just thank you for this anointing that is breaking every yoke of bondage your grace upon your people for those that don't know Jesus I pray today that you would give your life to Jesus hear me child of God you must be born again you got to come into the kingdom of God got to put your trust in him Don't trust in your own name, your own ability. For some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. We're looking to Him. We're praying to Him. These next 21 days, His love is coming to follow you. His grace is coming to lift you and bring you into a new season of breakthrough so you too can roar for the kingdom of God. Amen and amen. If you needed help and prayer, we have a WhatsApp line. We're going to send out these notes. You're going to need more help. We're going to say and make sure it happens for you and for your family. Amen and amen. God be glorified. Hallelujah. For everybody and their giving, I want to thank you so much for your giving online, all that you guys are doing. We appreciate you, your generosity. The Bible says that when you pray, when you fast, when you give, there's something about adding fasting to your prayer that gives power. But then there's an added thing about giving in your time of fasting. To share your bread with the hungry, Isaiah 58 says. There's something about adding to what you're doing in giving in the season that adds power. And a threefold cord is not easily broken. You're going to walk stronger and stronger in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your generosity. We're going to tell you how much we love you. And today, from my heart this morning... And there's so many birthdays. Gifts, we're celebrating Gifts' birthday um, yesterday. I know Chanel and Zenith. There's so many b- precious people in the month of January. And often these birthdays go and we don't celebrate them the way they should because fasting is now more important. But no, we need to just take a moment to pause and celebrate the birthdays. There's a special one for me. She is my only daughter. And I love her so much. And she's so precious. And gifts really matter to her. And I want you to celebrate Taz with me this morning. Please come up, my daughter. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Good morning to you. She serves me. She serves this ministry. She is so phenomenal. I want to tell you I love you so much. I don't know how to express it. Because you're so sometimes so difficult to please. Because can I take you to the moon? Can I buy you a new car? Can I can I do whatever? And the best I can do this morning is just give you some balloons and some flowers (laughs) and a little gift and tell you that we love you. Happy birthday to you, my child. For serving the ministry, for serving me. You're so precious. The Lord has preserved you and kept you. You're an Esther to this generation. And the grace of God is upon your life. And your best days are not ahead of you. They are now. We love you. Happy birthday. Please take. I like to see when you walk with your own gifts. Give her her gifts. She loves it. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, my, my precious. She's my secretary. She's my helper. She's my encourager. She's my, she's my... A P.A. She sorts my life out. She stands and she fights for me on so many levels. And um, may the Lord bless her in a tremendous way. To everybody else that's celebrating a birthday, we love you. We're praying for you. The Lord strengthen you on every side. Father, and today we just pray for those that are in the battle. We know that this is how we fight our battles. But you are walking in victory all the days of your life. You are a child of the living God. You are chosen by God. You are in the plan of God. And the power of God's gonna manifest all around you. Be hungry for that power. Be hungry in the season. Say, God, I need more power. I need more power to do what you've called me to do. I need power in my physical body, mentally, emotionally, financially. There must be a breakthrough on every level because I'm in the plan of God. Listen to me. If you are in the plan of God and you're fulfilling the will and the purposes of God, then become a billionaire, please. If you're an entrepreneur, just go to a whole level of being blessed. In the name of Jesus, I speak that upon you. Ask, because if you're in the plan of God, you'll never ask amiss. The hand of God is upon you. We're calling in businesses, north, south, east, and west, profitable contracts. Not just thoughts of it, not just ideas of it, but money transferred into the accounts. And all the entrepreneurs said, it is a new day. The Lord loves you. We love you. It's been amazing. We see you Wednesday night. We're going to continue to build it up every Wednesday night, Saturday, Sunday, and we're going to build you up. Come on, get into the fasting. If you give God one meal, now here's the deal. Four objectives. Go and mark what I gave you. Go and find certain things that you want to pray over. Just put a circle around and say, Father, I'm targeting this around your plan. Father, I'm targeting this around your power. Father, I'm targeting this around my personal life. Father, I'm targeting this for the people in my life. And as you mark out those, then pray over them. We're going to give you scripture now. We're going to add scripture to that. By Wednesday, we're going to have on every one of them, there'll be scripture for healing, for breakthrough, for nations, for whatever you need. But we're going to help you build your life. When you're done with this, you're going to have a proper prayer map, a spiritual prayer map. You're able to pray accurately and build systems of prayer in your life for yourself, for your family, and your nations. Because we told you in 2021, Your name is coming off the devil's list because you know who you are. And all God's people said, Amen Amen and Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. you made your vow before the Lord. Let's go and build for the next 21 days. In Jesus' mighty name.